Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Friday, March 1st. On today's show, NASA deploys a life-size replica of the Orion space capsule for rehearsal, nicknamed Darth Vader for its resemblance to the Star Wars franchise character. Plus, the U.S. Space Command chief warns of China's alarming military space and counterspace capabilities. And later, the Odysseus spacecraft goes dormant on the moon after a lopsided landing. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with an exciting update from NASA, which has recently deployed a life-size replica of the Orion space capsule for a rehearsal. This replica has been affectionately nicknamed Darth Vader due to its resemblance to the iconic Star Wars character. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about this rehearsal and the Orion space capsule? Certainly, David. The Orion space capsule is a critical part of NASA's Artemis program, which aims to return humans to the moon and eventually send them to Mars. The capsule is designed to carry astronauts beyond low Earth orbit, something that hasn't been done since the Apollo missions. This rehearsal, using the Darth Vader replica, is part of the preparations for the upcoming Artemis missions. Interesting. And why has this replica been nicknamed Darth Vader? Well, it's a bit of a fun nod to the Star Wars franchise. The Orion space capsule, or at least this life-size replica of it, bears a resemblance to the helmet of Darth Vader, one of the most iconic characters from the series. It's a way to add a bit of levity to the serious and complex work of preparing for space missions. And what is the purpose of this rehearsal? What are they hoping to achieve? Rehearsals like this are crucial for ensuring that everything goes smoothly during the actual mission. They allow the team to practice and refine procedures, identify any potential issues, and make necessary adjustments. By using a life-size replica of the Orion capsule, they can get a realistic sense of what they'll be working with in space. That's fascinating. It's always interesting to get a glimpse into the preparations for these space missions. Thanks for that, Abby. Now, let's shift our focus to a recent Senate hearing where the head of the U.S. Space Command, General Stephen Whiting, issued a stark warning about China's rapidly expanding space capabilities, which could pose a significant threat to U.S. satellites and military forces. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about General Whiting's concerns? Certainly, David. General Whiting, speaking at a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing, highlighted China's aggressive advancements in space technology. He noted that China is rapidly developing advanced space weaponry, satellite meteorology, human spaceflight, and robotic space exploration. These advancements could potentially counter American satellites and enhance China's ability to monitor and target forces on Earth. So how has China's space capabilities expanded in recent years? China's satellite fleet has reportedly more than tripled since 2018, with some of its new satellites potentially capable of disrupting U.S. assets' orbits. Whiting also expressed concerns about China's use of dual-use technologies academic programs with ambiguous research tracks, and commercial endeavors that could enhance military capabilities. And what about Russia? How does it factor into this? Whiting also mentioned Russia, 
stating that the loss of conventional military offensive capabilities due to the war in Ukraine will force Moscow to rely more on nuclear, cyber, and space capabilities, including disruptive technologies. How is the U.S. responding to these developments? The U.S. has been closely monitoring China's rapid advancements in space technology, as highlighted by the Pentagon's significant investments in the space industry. However, the U.S. is not only expressing concerns about China's space militarization, the U.S. has also raised an alarm over Russia's potential deployment of nuclear devices in space, a move that would breach the 1967 Outer Space Treaty. How are these developments being perceived by industry leaders? Industry leaders have acknowledged China's strides in space technology. Elon Musk, for instance, has praised China's space program as far more advanced than most people realize. China's space industry has been making strides in the development of reusable rockets with local startups aiming to challenge the dominance of SpaceX in this field. Thanks for that report, Michael. Now shifting our gaze from the stars to the moon, the Odysseus spacecraft has gone dormant following a flawed landing. The first U.S. spacecraft to land on the moon in half a century, Odysseus lost power and ceased operations as it entered a frigid lunar night. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about what happened to Odysseus? Yes, David. Odysseus had a lopsided touchdown on the moon about a week ago. This flawed landing hindered its operations and scientific goals. As the lunar night set in, the spacecraft lost power and went dormant. It's a significant setback, considering this is the first U.S. spacecraft to land on the moon in 50 years. What does this mean for the mission? Is there any chance of reactivating the spacecraft? The core mission of Odysseus has ended with the spacecraft going dormant. However, Intuitive Machines, the company that operates the spacecraft, received a farewell transmission and has plans to reawaken it if solar power is sufficient. The lunar night is about 14 Earth days, so we'll have to wait and see if the spacecraft can be revived once the lunar day begins. What impact will this have on future moon missions, particularly those from the U.S.? This incident underscores the challenges of lunar landings. Even with advanced technology, there are many variables that can affect the success of a mission. However, it's also an opportunity to learn and improve. The data and experience gained from this mission will undoubtedly be used to enhance the design and operation of future spacecraft. Despite the setback, the drive to explore and understand our moon continues. That's a positive outlook from our Simply Space reporter Celeste, and we'll certainly be watching to see what happens next. Speaking of space, Russia's space agency Roscosmos has reported another air leak issue in its section of the International Space Station, or ISS. However, they assure that the problem currently poses no threat to the crew. James, our correspondent for Simply Space, is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about this issue? Yes, David. Roscosmos confirmed that specialists are detecting an air leak on board the ISS, but they've emphasized that there's no threat to the crew members or the station itself. Russian crew are reportedly working regularly to identify and fix potential leaks on the ISS. This isn't the first time we've heard about an air leak on the ISS, is it? That's correct. In fact, the National American Space Agency's ISS program manager, Joel Montalbano, reported an air leak in Russia's Vezda life support module during a press briefing for the new Crew-8 mission. According to Montalbano, the leak is small but growing. 
He also mentioned that NASA is working with Roscosmos on the issue and that the leak is neither affecting crew safety nor disrupting the Crew-8 mission. What is the significance of the Zvezda module? The Zvezda module is critical as it provides life support like oxygen and water. An air leak was found in this module back in August 2020. The leak source was identified and temporarily patched up in October 2020, but another possible leak spot was found in November 2021 by Russian cosmonaut Pyotr Dubrov. Roscosmos announced in January 2022 that the last air leak location in the Zvezda had been discovered and would be fixed. However, the recent announcement indicates that the problem has resurfaced. What does this mean for the future of the ISS, especially considering Russia's plans to pull out after 2024? Indeed, Russia has announced plans to withdraw from the ISS after 2024, Around the same time, the US announced sanctions targeting Russian leadership due to the war in Ukraine. The ISS has been one of the last remaining points of cooperation between Roscosmos and NASA, which hopes to continue operating the aging station until 2030. Meanwhile, Roscosmos plans to build its own space station, similar to China's independent Tiangong station. As Moscow continues to split from the West, Russian space officials have questioned the reliability of the old equipment on board the ISS. Thanks for the insights, James. As we continue to monitor this situation, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>